Welcome to the Self-Publishing School Podcast. This is the podcast to listen to if you're an aspiring writer or an author who wants to be more successful. On this show, you'll learn how to write and launch a book successfully, all from the top authors and people just like you who are doing it at the highest level. I'm your host, Chandler Volt, the founder of Self-Publishing School, the author of the book called Published, and the CEO of selfpublishing.com. For free training on how to publish a book that sells 10,000 copies, go to selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. A book answers a lot of problems, really. It's a really powerful tool for you to get get your knowledge out onto a subject, help some people, and use it as a, as a business asset. Having that book as a calling card and as a, a piece of marketing material, very powerful. What could I do each day that would make success inevitable? I believe in whatever you're selling, you go for 20 no's a day, you're gonna absolutely crush it. Hey, Chandler Bolt here, and joining me today is Ray Higdon. Uh, Ray is the best-selling author of multiple books. Uh, he's a coach. He's a high-energy speaker. Uh, he co-authored uh, the best-selling book. is called Time, Money, Freedom um, with his wife, Jessica, published by Hay House back in 2020. Also, I didn't know about this. I didn't know this about you until I started doing my research for this. Um, a star of a reality TV show called Play to Win. Uh, and he's the CEO of the Higdon Group, uh, which is an Inc. 5000 company. is one of the fastest growing companies uh, in the U.S. Uh, a lot of folks uh, know him in the network marketing world as well. Has done just incredibly well there. Maybe you've seen him speak a bunch of different events. Uh, Ray is my speaking goals uh, for speaking at events. We'll, we'll crack that open a little bit uh, in this episode, how he's, how he's booking and, and doing all these speaking gigs. We'll talk book stuff. We'll talk network marketing. A lot to cover. Ray, welcome. Cool, man. Thanks for having me. So I guess first things first, because I, I like you've got a bunch of books. You, you you've got I mean, and many of that have, I'm just scrolling on Amazon right now. It's like free, freakishly effective social media for network marketing. Fifteen hundred and thirty six reviews. You've got time, money, freedom. Three hundred eighteen reviews. Go for no for network marketing. Eight hundred eighty six. Like multiple books that have done well. Why books? Why is it such a big part of your brand, your business, the network marketing side of things, like all that? Yeah, I mean, a, a book answers a lot of of problems, really, right? One, just you're either an author or not an author, <laughs> <laughs> and 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 that is that is a big distinction. You know, um, there are so many people out there that quote want to write a book and, and someday I'll write a book. And then there's people that wrote a book. And and so it's a it's a big distinction um for kind of your business, you know, your your business card, kind of your for getting booked for speaking. Like there there have absolutely been people book me for speaking, never read my books, just saw that I had books. <laughs> and and so and also, you know, you're going to you know, over the years, uh, depending on what game you're in, you're going to have, you know, people that may not be able to afford your time or afford your coaching or even afford your courses, but they'll buy your book. And and that book, if, you know, written properly, you hope, uh, will help them. And so it's, um, you know, it's a really powerful tool for you to get get your knowledge out onto a subject, help some people and use it as a, as a business asset. And it's also, mm -hmm. it gives you a little bit of flexibility too, right? So mm -hmm. I've, I've had people that said, hey, we don't have 
put in the budget for a speaking fee. And, uh, but then they'll say, but we'd like to buy a book for everyone in the audience. I'm like, oh, well that, that works too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it just, it just gives you some oomph. Um, I've had, I mean, I've had, uh, a couple leaders that have bought, you know, book, um, in books in quantity of, you know, and that, and that kind of depends on what your book is about, but I've had people buy 200 books, 10 mm-hmm. books, 15 books, 20 books. And so there's just, a, there's just a lot of power that goes with having an asset like a book. Mm-hmm. When it seems like just looking at some of the books you have, you've used books to feed certain brands or businesses that sure. you've built, whether it's the sure. network marketing side of things, whether it's the Higdon group side of things, just uh, kind of different avenues. It's interesting. I was reflecting on this, you know, I've seen this kind of uh, this this theme come up. I literally just right before this interviewed, uh, I don't know if you know him, Dr. Robert Rome, um, personality insights, disc assessment, all that stuff. But he and I'm like, man, this he is an incredible speaker and incredible training. And I'm like, man, I, I haven't seen you guys before. He's like, that's because we go crazy in in the network marketing world. This is like, we don't have to do any, any advertising. I think he's connected with Amway, but then it's interesting on the, yeah. on the flip, on kind of similar note. When I had Robert Kiyosaki on the podcast, he talked about that's how rich dad, poor dad took off. Yeah. Is, I know. I know the story. Well, yeah. Right. It's just, it's you, so you can tell the story. It was, it was, I think uh, an Amway leader, or maybe it was a different organization, like found the book and then bought it for the whole company. And that was like the tipping point for yeah. the book. Is that? Yeah. So like he, that? um, his, you know, quote, rich dad is a guy named Keith Cunningham. And he was right, mentoring, yeah. he's not his dad, but he's, you know, mentoring him. And um, he had, he went to a bunch of publishers, they all rejected him. And then he went to Keith and he's like, Keith, man, can I put my book at your car wash? And Keith's That's like, right. sure, whatever. And so someone in Dexter Yeager's downline gets it, reads it, takes it. And Dexter's a humongous leader in uh, network in uh, Amway, actually. And so he reads it, takes it to Dexter. Dexter contacts Robert and says, I want 300,000 copies. So Robert had no way to make that many. And so he took it to a publisher. He goes, would you publish me now? And they're like, okay. And, <laughs> and so that's how that book took off. That's wild. What, like, I guess two, two lines of thought here. I mean, in your work that you do in the network marketing world, like, is this, is this something that you recommend for people who are in the network marketing world, publishing a book to grow their business? Is it not worth it? Like, how do you look at that? So I, you know, a book to, to me, not, I mean, there are some exceptions, but not many, right? You, you write a book to lead people to other things mainly, Right. And and so it's not typically to, hey, I need to make money. Let me write a book. You know, that's that's not normally the the path, at least from my observation. Um, you do it to lead them into a funnel or, you know, something else or to get stage time. Um, and so I don't I would never say, hey, y'all need to write a book to build your business. But I would say that once you've built a business, you should tell people how you did it and 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 have that brand. You know, I've had people that have built extremely large businesses. I mean, I'm, I'm talking to I can't say names, of course, but I mean, I'm talking I'm talking to someone right now. I got to be careful with my words, but I'm talking with someone right now that not that long ago was making four hundred thousand dollars a month in their company. Right. Like clockwork. Right. Pass. Not not a ooh, I had a great month, but like passive income, 400 G's a month. 
right? You could almost live off that. And um, <laughs> they had a change in ownership. And uh, this person in that ownership are having some issues. And that 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 income may go away because she don't own it, mm. right? Mm. And and so, um, you know, having a book, especially once you've you know built a business in that regard, uh, helps you build a brand and build a following, which you take wherever you go. Mm -hmm. And, and so I do like it for, for that case. Um, I would, I just for network marketing specifically, I wouldn't use it as, Hey, I've never, I've never built a business. I've never done anything. Let me make a book. Maybe it'll help me be successful. I don't like it in that regard, but if you've mm -hmm. built a six figure business or, or, you know, higher than that in network marketing, probably worthwhile of writing a book. And the argument against it is, well, there's a lot of people doing better than me. That's not who you're writing the book for. You're writing mm -hmm. a book for the 95% mm -hmm. of people who aren't doing better than you that would right. like to learn how you personally did it. Mm -hmm. That's good. I like that. What What about, like, I'd love to hear, because I, so my background, I don't, if, I don't know if you know this, but I did uh, student painters out of college, which, you know, student painters, college pro, college works. It's basically like an internship where they teach you how to run a business by running a painting oh, company. Cool. Like not, and so you're knocking on doors, you're convincing people to let them paint, let you paint their house, like all this stuff. And it's, it's, it's not really a network marketing company. It's, it's in the, it's in the realm, I'd say. Um, they would, they would call it like an internship and it's not, it's less recruitment based, but it's, it's, uh, uh, you know, you're running, running a painting business, but anyways, long way to say like so many core skill sets that I learned from that experience that translated over when I started writing and publishing books. I'm curious for you on the network marketing side of things, like what were some of the core skill sets you're like, Hey, it took me, I had to do this, this, and this to grow the network marketing business. And because I did that, when I started promoting these books, Books to grow my business, like there was a lot of overlap there. Yeah. Yeah. Network, network marketing teaches you all the skills you will need to run any kind of business, right? Now, when you run a different type of business, there are additional things, right? You know, trademark, distribution, supply chain, you know, like out, you know, sourcing products, research and development. Like there's things you don't learn in network marketing that you have to deal with in other, you know, companies and other businesses. But promotion, leadership, um, you know, emotional intelligence and connecting with people, follow up, prospecting, closing, all those things you need for any business you ever do. And what you'll find if you if you dig in, the majority of, of gurus that you see today, Tony Robbins, Patrick Bet David, came from network marketing. Like their initial start was learning mm. network marketing that they went, you know, Jim Rohn, like, like so many of these people, people would not, I guarantee you, people would not know Jim Rohn if it wasn't for network marketing. They wouldn't know who he was. You know, um, my friend Kyle helped him to, you know, from his association with network marketing become internationally, you know, known and, mm -hmm. and still to this day relevant after, you know, after his passing. Um, but without network marketing, he wouldn't be known. And here's the thing to, mm. you know, to think about, you know, with network marketing as a speaker, that's, that's pretty interesting is if you look at what are the biggest transformational events that happen, right? Probably Tony, right? And he may, you know, I don't, I don't know exactly, but he may have what, maybe two or three, 10,000 plus person events a year. You know, mm -hmm. I, I don't know exactly. Okay. What about sales? Well, you got Grant, right? Grant will run, you know, once a year. I think, I think he still gets about 10,000, you know, people there. <laughs> Network marketing every month, just in the United States, there's a 10,000 person event every month. There's 50,000 person events. Um, and uh, the U.S. represents about 30% of, of 
network marketing. It's actually bigger in Asia. And, mm. and so it's, it's just, it's wild on all regards. It's just mm-hmm. so interesting. This, this industry that, that I've been, that I, you know, God's placed me in and, um, and I'm just, you know, I'm grateful for it. You know, it doesn't mean that I think it's superior to every other type of business. Um, but it's a great option as the lowest risk, lowest overhead way for the average ordinary person to start a business. And so mm. I, I, I love it. I'm grateful for it. Um, and, uh, again, not everyone, you know, is it a fit for, but you will learn the things you have to have in any other kind of business. And mm. so I, I think it's a good for some people to gateway and, mm-hmm. um, you know, people that never would have gotten into business. Um, and for some, it becomes a lifestyle and a, and a career. Got it. Yeah. Why do you think that is that there's that there's so many folks that have come from the network work marketing world? Do you think it's like, hey, because th- you have to learn all these skill sets that are then just highly transferable? Do you think it's the distribution mechanism where it's like, hey, if you're good in this world, then you have automatic distribution to, like you said, 10,000 person events happening every month. You think it's a little bit of both? Like, what's your take on that? Um, I mean, I think if you look at, you know, people that that build large businesses, at least, usually the larger you get and the more income you make, the more control you want. And, you know, and that that is a trade off, right? You don't control what does supplies and inventory look like? Uh, what does the shipping schedule look like? What does the comp plan look like? You you don't control that. You don't know if the, there's been people that have absolutely loved, loved, loved their company. And then all of a sudden it changes hands and then the comp plan changes. Now we're upset, right? And, and so... Mm. Um, it's a, it's a trade-off, you know, when I look at, when I was the number one earner of a network marketing company, my expenses, seriously, I'm not exaggerating this. My expenses were like 200 bucks a month. <laughs> so my major problem as the number one earner was taxes. I'm just like, you know, dang, man, I got to get some write-offs, dude. And, <laughs> and so, but when I came into traditional business, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, at, at, at the height of salaries, I was paying $130,000 a month just in salaries. Mm-hmm. And, and so like, it's a very different, it's a trade-off, right? But mm-hmm. I have complete control, but I'm, I'm paying for that control. Don't, don't, right. don't get that twisted. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, are you, are you okay being a little bit out of control, right? Your control of your actions, your, you know, performance and, and that kind of stuff. But you, you, you don't make some of the bigger decisions that you may or may not like. If you want to be in control, you're going to, you're going to have to, you know, do your own thing. And, and which comes with a much, much higher risk, much higher capital investment, um, probably more time than you imagine. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, is what it is. Yeah, that's, that's a good distinction. And I can relate to that big overhead running a traditional business. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, you, you've got a book uh, called Go For No uh, for Network Marketing. Yeah. Um, can you explain like on a napkin kind of what's that go for no philosophy and how does that maybe apply to marketing a book? Yeah. So it, it sounds terrible, right? Go for no, uh, no thanks, right? You know what I mean? Like just on the surface, you're just like, nah. But what you'll find is every single successful person I've ever met got more no's and yeses. So if you're a wussy when it comes to rejection, then you're only going to grow to your comfort zone, comfort level, right? So when you purposely go for no, when you're like, how many no's can I get today? And, and that's how you feed yourself, then you become unstoppable because it does two specific things. Well, three specific things. Number one, it lowers your resistance to rejection, right? If you tell me, if I ask you, hey, man, can I speak on your stage? And you say no, I'm like, okay, cool. One, right? That, I'm not like, oh, how dare you? I can't believe it, right? I'm not verklempt. I'm not beside myself. I'm not crying, tears in my beers, right? And so it lowers your resistance to react to <laughs> rejection, 
Okay. It lowers your reaction, right? Your resistance to rejection, your reaction to rejection, which I just, you know, displayed that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so your reaction, because some people, they get knocked out of the game because someone told them no. So what's the big deal? You asked, Mm -hmm. right? Good for you, right? Um, Number three, it fills your pipeline. Because if you if you don't care if you're going to get rejection, then you'll naturally ask people that you're pretty sure you'll get a no. But sometimes it's a yes. And sometimes that person that you thought would be a no could be a big yes, right? And um, if you just do that, so like for me, how I applied it in my life, and this is why I wrote the book and co-authored the book, right, with a couple of my friends. And so when I heard this concept, I just had this, this running question of what could I do each day that would make success inevitable, right? What can I do each day that would make success inevitable? And so I mm. came up with three That's things. Great question. And this was back in, this was July 15, 2009. I still remember the day. And so I thought, you know what? If I go for 20 no's a day and I do a video every day and I do self-development every day, that's going to work. It's just going to work. In five months, I was at 10,000 a month. And that was from zero. Like I was broke because I had lost everything in the real estate crash. I was a million dollars in debt, in foreclosure, divorced, depressed, you name it. I had all those things. 20 no's a day, video a day, self-development every day. Five months, I'm at 10,000 a month. Seven months, I'm at 40,000 a month. 10 months, I'm at 50,000 a month. I go on and become the number one earner, make millions of dollars, you know, have my first million dollar year 2013, first million dollar month 2014, first million dollar day 2015. And, and so um, those 20 no's were the infrastructure that I built off. And, and 20 no's specifically means people tell me no, not a non-response. I got lots of those, right? I'm talking about someone says, no, I'm not open to take a look at what you're doing. No, you're I don't want that. No, you can't share your thing. No, you can't be on the stage. Wow. And and that's that's how I built an entire <laughs> empire. You're kidding. How in the world do you do that? That feels like Six almost, but, but how, like, how do you do that? I, oh, it feels how like do I do it? Yeah, it feels like you'd have to, I mean, to get actual 20 no's, I mean, it feels yeah. like you'd have to reach so, out to like 50, 75 people a day. Uh, sometimes more, and, <laughs> but, but you know, the, the, the journey that, that God has had me on, I've just done some weird stuff, man. You know, when I was 18, I was making 450 calls a day selling long distance, which people don't even know what that is anymore, but I was making 450 calls a day selling telephone service. Right. Mm, um, mm-hmm. After, you know, a little bit down the road after that, I was 22 days a month on the road, Vegas, Chicago, Phoenix, Miami, LA, selling a $7,000 system and a 90 minute cold pitch to an audience that didn't know me. And so I've just had some interesting and, 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 and in between there, I was going door to door selling advertising to commercial businesses. So I've just had some weird experiences with, with sales. And, um, and so it 20 knows a day is, is you, you will get there in less than two hours a day if you're dedicated. And, and it's just, you know, warm market, cold market, realtor signs, whatever. I, I, I mean, I, I recruited the crossing guard at my kid's school. I recruited, uh, the bartenders. I recruited, uh, at the dance club. I recruit, I mean, I, I just recruited a lot of people from all kinds of weird places. I recruited people from MySpace. Yes. MySpace, <laughs> LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube, TripAdvisor. That was interesting. Um, so like I, I just constantly, where do I get a no from today? And sometimes it was a yes. And wow. and so it's, um, but most people, they're just sitting back. I sure hope I get a lead today. And, yeah. you know, they're refreshing their screen and very passive. And and this is, you go get the business, man. And mm-hmm. I did, I did build up. By doing that video a day back then, I did build up to there was a time where I was generating 3,000 leads a month without ads. And, um, you know, and then I didn't have to do so much reach out. It was more reply. And, mm-hmm. and so then I kind of stopped tracking 
you know, the no's because I figured, you know what, I now have kind of a flow of leads coming in. So I'm just going to reply to them. And, um, and, and honestly, part of me regrets that um, because I believe in whatever you're selling, you go for 20 no's a day, you're going to absolutely crush it. I've had, to my knowledge, three people tell me that they went for 20 no's a day for an extended period of time. All three, I'm sure it's a coincidence, became million dollar a year earners. All three. And I'm just telling you, if you sell HVAC, if you sell vacuums, if you sell whatever you sell, you go and get 20 no's a day, mm -hmm. you are going to sell that thing. You're going to sell it. But people don't, you know, they go for the yes. And they're like, mm -hmm. sure, hope I get a yes today. And what's interesting about going for no two is there were days, I remember this particular Friday, I, you know, there, I mean, I would have maybe a week where I didn't get a sale, but I still got my 20 no's every day. Well, this one Friday, I have five sales before noon. Doesn't matter. I didn't have my 20 no's. So I kept going and I got more sales, right? So it's like, it's just a discipline of <laughs> sales. Sales are gravy. I got to get cool. my nose. That's if cool. You take on that persona. You're, I mean, you're, you're going to break records in your company, whatever mm. you're selling. Yeah, that's good. I hope you're loving this episode so far. So if you're serious about writing and publishing your book, we would love to chat with you and help create a custom plan. All right. So all you need to do right now is go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule, schedule a 45 minute consultation with one of the experts on my team. All right. Let's implement what you're learning in this episode and let's see how we can help with your book. Go to selfpublishing.com forward slash schedule. Now, I'm going to assume that you have that you train sales teams on this. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm like, I, this I've, is gold. I've, this is I've really, trained really a lot good. of sales team and I and I've helped a lot of uh, companies with their scripts. You know, like I, mm -hmm. I worked with a small mm -hmm. uh, insurance company. Uh, they were selling health insurance and um, and I looked at their scripts. I'm like, these are terrible. And so I rewrote their scripts and they added forty thousand dollars a week in this. I mean, there was like eight of them. And, mm. and so like, you know, that I do a lot of that. I don't advertise that, but I've just, God's kind of gifted me with that. So I'm, I'm very mm. good at scripts and, and yeah, I've definitely taught go for no for a decade. Cool. And what do you, on that note, what do you look for when you're hiring, uh, for sales? Okay. So not, this isn't the greatest question for me, um, because I, I realized about maybe, maybe four years ago, I'm too optimistic. Like if I talk to someone and they're like, I'm really good. I'm like, you're hired, you know? And so like, I, I just realized I'm, that's not, I'm not, I'm not good at that. And, and so, um, I, I do have, you know, my COO, I, I do not, I'll make final decision, but she's got to whittle it down to, you know, to someone okay. and, yeah. and, and then I'll talk to him. So I, I look at, um, you know, one, I, I pray and I get answers in prayer. So that's, that's number one. Um, but I look at, are, do they see that there's any area of their game that can be improved? Hmm. If they don't see that there's, if they just see like, nope, I'm amazing. You know, like there's no, no, I I'm, I'm at the, tippy top, right? If they don't see that there's any room for growth for them, that's a big warning sign because it shows obliviousness. I have lots of room. I have lots of room for growth, right? And I work on it every single day. And, and so um, I look at, um, you know, is this, is this somebody that um, is going to be all about profit or does impact factor in there, right? And so if they're asking me questions all about the comp plan and all about what will I get paid and and what if I hit certain metrics and they never ask me much about, hey, what am I selling? <laughs> you know, I'm just mm, like, hmm, mm -hmm. that's a little interesting um, because, you know, impact and income go hand in hand. And, you know, uh, I mean, the Bible tells us that, you know, the Lord gives you the power to get wealth. Well, the power to get wealth is wisdom, 
right? Wisdom in the solving of the problems of others. And if you're going to sell something, I want to know, does it actually solve the problems of others? Mm -hmm. um, when I was a speaker for a real estate company, and that, that's when I was on the road all the time, when I realized that they weren't honoring their agreement, okay, they were still paying me. But when I realized they weren't honoring their agreement and they weren't actually taking care of the customers, even though I had no other income, I left. I, I quit. I remember I was at a, an event in Phoenix and uh, and I'm talking to this lady before I go on and do my you know spiel. And uh, she's like in her late 70s and she's super sweet. And I had heard some of the people that I had sold the system to were complaining and saying, hey, I'm reaching out to the home office. No one's responding. And uh, and so I remember I'm talking to this lady and the thought came up. I hope she doesn't buy. And I'm like, what am I doing? And, and mm. what I was doing is I was trying to survive because I'd lost everything else. Real estate market had crashed. And so this was my only income. And that, that was the last event I ever did because I'm like, I, I can't I can't represent something I don't believe in. And so yes. if the salesperson comes in and all they care about is, you know, money, wh what am I going to make? You know, that that sort of thing. And they don't they don't want to even look or even, mm -hmm. you know, like like give me some testimonials or something. Tell me, what is it you guys mm -hmm. do? Then to me, that's that's a big red flag. Got it. Cool. That's really good. <laughs> Let's switch gears a little bit. And I want to talk about um, using books to, to get booked for more speaking and just getting getting booked for more speaking as a whole. I mentioned this at the top of the episode. Yeah. Uh, you kill it uh, with the speaking game. How do you get booked for so, for so many events for like, like really massive events? Um, and what would be your tips for other people who are looking um, to to get booked for more speaking gigs? Yeah. Um, couple things. Um, so one is a lot of content. I mean, I create a lot of content. Um, you know, like when I when I made that vow, right, that I'm gonna I'm gonna do a video a day every day. I did that for 12 years. I did it from July 15, 2009 to mid-July 2020 or 2021, I think. I think 2021. And and so like that's every day. I didn't miss a day. I didn't miss a Christmas. I didn't miss a honeymoon. I didn't miss like I, I did a video every single day for all of those years. And and then even even in that week, I, I you know, I, I took a day off and or maybe two days off and then I got back to it. Right. And so I create a lot of content. And so you first, you know, the number one, you know, big deal, if you want to get booked for more speaking events is build a bigger following. When you build a bigger following, people want that star power on their state. Right. And, and you got to ask yourself, if someone booked you, okay, so because here's the mistake that people make. People think that I'm really good. They should have me on their stage. Let me tell you, there's a lot of really good speakers that don't get booked for much. And you have to look at if they book me, will their sales increase? Now, they could increase because of my notoriety as an author or whatever else, or will they increase because I'm going to promote and I'm going to get them some sales? Like you, you got to look at things differently, but too many people, they hold on to how good they are. Right. And that's good. That, that is a very, it's a factor. It's a mm -hmm. factor, especially for getting mm -hmm. rebooked. Right. But it's, it's a very small factor of how mm -hmm. good of a speaker you are. Right. Now, if you have speaking experience, ask yourself this, if I look at your content and I don't read your bio, do I know you're a speaker? So one of the things that that we do is every time I speak at an event, we take clips, we put them on YouTube, we put them everywhere, we put them in reels, we mix them up, right? Why? Because I want people seeing me, oh, he's a speaker. Oh, I see him on stage. But see, a lot of people, they don't, they don't utilize that. So they'll go, they'll speak on stage and it's amazing. And then they get back to the house and they're shooting this talking head video, 
you know, like I'm there in their studio. Right. And we never see any clips of them on on stage that you need. As soon as you speak, man, use that footage as as much as you possibly can and just just, you know, get it out there. And you can also use like one thing we just we just did this. We um, we sent to uh, about 150 companies. We sent a copy of our of our leadership book. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I did a uh, a video. Um, I, I did a video. So there's it when you when you open the package, it has a book and it says, hey, here's a free gift for you. Um, I got a, a message for you. Here's the QR code. Click this. And so when they go there, it's a it's a message for a video message from me. And I say, um, hey, I just I hope you enjoy, you know, this book. Um, you may or may not know me, um, but, you know, I'm, I'm a, you know, you're part of a very small list of companies that I would love to help provide value to, whether it's a virtual training or if you have an event, I do speak at a lot of events. And so, you know, I'm doing that kind of thing, but I could send a marketing pamphlet. OK, but instead I'm sending that book now. What happens with a book? A book is a, has a strange psychology behind it. Okay, and if you if you could see my office, I got books everywhere, man. Like I, I mean, I got some books back there, but I got books up here. A book, right? You you get this book. It's hard to throw away. You know what I mean? You get a marketing material. It's like whatever, right? Easy, right? Yeah. You get this book. Yeah. You're like, hmm. I may or may not want to read it, but I I bet I know someone who who would, right? I mean, I know me. Like I I just don't throw away books. I may donate them. I may, I may take them to the goodwill. Someone's going to read them, right? So for for me, it's, it's hard to, I think most people think like, man, this is a book. This is a unit of value. Like, let me, let me give it to someone that I think may help or let me read it myself or maybe I'll donate it. But most people don't throw them away. And, and that's powerful because most marketing material does get thrown away, does get forgotten about, does get filed away and never seen again. And so that's just, you know, one of the ways is you, you get your book. Uh, you know, you get a, a a decent you know price on it. You send some of those out, and it's one of those deals that if I get one gig from that, all of it's paid for easily, and then some. And then what else may happen? I've had I've had clients that you know uh, bought my book, uh, came to my event, bought my fifty thousand dollar coaching, renewed the next year. I mean, we track this stuff. I have clients that started at a book that dropped a quarter million dollars with me. And, and so that's why, you know, having having that book as a calling card and as a, a piece of marketing material, is very powerful. That's great. I completely agree with that. And I, I love that, that we're aligned on that methodology because whenever I go speak somewhere, we give away tons of books for free to the attendees. Sure. And that's just like another, obviously then you've already got the, you've, you've already got the gig booked, but for us, that's adds value to the conference. It helps us lead collect in a, in a major way. And yeah. then you see people, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up of here, but it's like, uh, you see people carrying around this red published book everywhere. Yeah. People are like, well, yeah. what's that? What's that? What's that? And if we've got a booth there, then people are coming to the booth. It, you talked about, will this help increase their revenue for their event? Which I think is, a, is just a really great question. Or if, if they book me, will their sales increase? Was he, was, was the phrase you used? Yes. We, we often think about like, you know, like an event organizer wants typically wants to solve three problems, right? They want, uh, they want to sell tickets for the yep. event. They want great content for the attendees at that event. And they want to obviously increase revenue from the event, whether their model is ticket sales only or using the event. Uh, and this is a conversion event. So they're selling something at the event. So thinking through how can I solve one or more of those problems if they book me or book us to come in and speak at their event? I love the outbound strategy. Would you say is the majority of the, the, the stages and speaking gigs that you do? Mostly outbound, mostly inbound. What does that look like? Yeah. So 
Um, we have in reaching out to get speaking gigs, we have been terrible. So um, I don't, you know, we just, just this year have we, have we like sent outbound stuff. Um, and so we've been very blessed. God has been very good. Every speaking event that I can think of, that I can think of over the last, you know, 14 years, they've all come to us. And, and so that's, that's very unusual. That's uh, rare. And, and, but I, but I believe it's from a few factors. I believe it's from a ton of content. I believe it's from having books and resources out there that, that, you know, people can review and, and, and rate and all that. And three, having a, a good reputation. You know, we, we've kept, we've kept a good reputation and, and that's, you know, that's, that's critical. Um, it's, I, you know, we, our last, um, event faith over fear, which you guys were, were sponsors of, we really, you know, appreciate it. Um, and John Maxwell was our keynote speaker. And it's interesting. Cause he says, he said, I forget exactly how he said it. You know how John says stuff, right? Like it's awesome. Yeah. But John said, he goes, you know, everyone comes to me and they want to know, you know, how to, how to, how to get this, how to get that, right? How do I get my podcast to the top? How do I get stages? You know, how do I get, you know, booked, right? How do I, how do I get clients, right? And they never ask, how do I get better so that I? <laughs> right. And so it, it reminds me of uh, Steve Martin's got a great story on one of the Actors Guild or something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, Steve Martin is telling this story about you may have seen the quote, but here's the story behind it. So Steve Martin was telling this story of when he goes when he's in Hollywood, he's at a cocktail party. Eventually, somebody, the waiter, waitress, the hostess, someone will be like, hey, hey, Steve, Steve, uh, hey, uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm 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 an actor. Right. And he's like, he knows how this is going to go. He's like, oh, okay. You know, and, uh, you know, how do you think I could get some good, you know, you know, do you, do you know anyone that's looking for a good actor? Right. And he says, yeah, I'll tell you the secret, man. I'll tell you the secret. And they're like, oh, looking around, you know, this is, this is a good moment here. And he says, be so good. They can't ignore you. See, no one asked that question, right? How can I be so good that I am a force in my industry that cannot be ignored? I am a, I am the city built on the hill that cannot be hidden. I'm the light that shines that you can't put under the bed or a basket, right? How can you be that? And when you, when you become that, when you look around at what is my competition not willing to do, what aren't they doing? How are they not serving? How do I show up in a manner that the, mm. the industry has no choice but to bend to my will, that has no choice but to pay attention to me? And mm -hmm. that, that is the bigger questions. That's good. I love that. Um, last question to you, we'll wrap. Yeah. Is specific to the network marketing um, speaking world, what would be your tip? You know, Pedro on my team, yeah. we're booking a ton of events this year and I'm speaking at some of them. We got, we're building out our speaking team and we've yeah. got speakers who are speaking at events, stuff like that. Um, on the, and obviously you mentioned that, Hey, there's network marketing events happening every month. And one of the things that Pedro and I talked about is like, how do we break into this world when we're not really from that world? So what would be yeah. your tips for anyone listening, but also just selfishly for us uh, of like, how to break in and, and get those first gigs booked so that then, Hey, when we show up and we are so good that, that people can't ignore us, we're like kind of in that, in that world. Yeah. So you're gonna like this, man. This is going to be, this is going to be a gateway drug for you. Um, so, <laughs> um, this would be my play. All right. Mm -hmm. Is, um, one, you guys are very good, right? You're good at presenting. You, you got a good, you know, you understand how to, how to present an offer that's valuable that people want. Um, as a sponsor, you did very good at, at our event. And um, 
Uh, this is how I would handle it, right? Um, so, and John Maxwell says, um, you know, uh, it it always, uh, you know, everything ebbs and flows uh, by the leaders, right? Mm-hmm. I would go to company owners and leaders and say, hey, listen, um, we followed your journey. We think what you've done is amazing. We think you should have a book. Here's what we're going to do. Our standard book package is whatever, 15 G's or 20 G's or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, here's what we're willing to do. If you can get us in with the company and you can have us at the event, we want to get you, we want to take care of your book for you because we think the world needs it. Mm-hmm. That's how I would handle it. Cool. Not trying to pitch. So, so taking, taking some, you know, income in a manner away sure. right, from charging yeah. that person. Mm-hmm. And, and leading with value, um, never take someone's word on it because they'll promise you the world. But, you know, hey, if you, you know, if you get us in front of your company and we can, you know, be a sponsor of your event or be a vendor or whatever, if you get us in there, then we want to help you, you know, depending on that level, we want to help you with that. And so if you start displaying network marketing, company owner, company owner, company owner, company owner, they will all hire you. And they will mm. all want to offset costs and they will all have you at every single event that ever exists. Cool. How's that? That's great. I love we'll it. Send me, send me a it. cut. We'll, yeah. be good to go. <laughs> we'll and, send you um, a check. Pedro is going to be listening to this and, uh, and we're going to be implementing. I love how, it. That's how you do it. And, 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 you know, just like, you know, Gary V talks, or at least he talked about this. I haven't followed his stuff lately, but you know, Gary V, you know, he, he would study his customers, right. When he was, his focus was wine, you know, wine, right. He would study them and he'd find out, Oh, they're a Buffalo bill fan. They bought $2,000 worth of wine from me. He'd send him a Jersey, a Buffalo bills, Jersey. People don't do that stuff. They send, you know, mm. just goofy baskets mm. or whatever. Right. And so like, I would, I would get to know, like really study, you know, these different company owners and, and, you know, the really high upper echelon leaders. And I would say, Hey, here's what we know about your story. Boom, 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 boom. Like you've actually studied them and they're going to feel so honored and say, we think this would make an amazing book. We'd love to help you. And we'd actually love to do it for free. Um, you know, if we're able to get some exposure and, and work with some of your other leaders, et cetera, um, that's how I would approach it. That would be, cool. that would be your game changer. Love it. Yes, sir. Uh, coming to a network marketing stage near <laughs> you. Uh, we'll execute. Ray, this has been yeah. awesome, man. Uh, I've really yeah. enjoyed this. Where can people go uh, to find out more about you, your company, whatever's yeah. the best place to send people um, to work with you or learn more? Yeah. So, you know, I, I mean, what I specifically do is I teach network marketers faith-based mindset and leadership principles that work. Uh, a year ago, this past November, I came to Christ. And so I, I you know, for me, uh, Christ was an exchange, not an addition. So I, I talk a lot about faith now. And so I do six days a week walk in faith on uh, videos on social media. And, um, you know, you can catch those on Instagram. It's just at Ray Higdon, very simple. And then once a year, we run our event. Uh, which after 10 years of running an annual event, we changed the name last year to Faith Over Fear. And we have a lot of faith-based business strategies that we teach and faith-based speakers. Um, it's still a business summit, right? Don't get me wrong. But we 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 show you how to be um, someone of faith and build a profitable business that makes a large impact. And you know, for that event, you can learn more at faithoverfearlive.com. 
Cool. That's great. Um, guys, check it out. Faithoverfearlive.com. We got to speak at the last one and we're a sponsor yeah. there and it was, it was awesome. Uh, so check it out. And if you're ready to get started on your book, uh, head on over to selfpublishing.com forward slash talk. Uh, we've got some free resources there. You can book a call with the team. Uh, we'd love to chat with you about your book and how we can help. Ray, this has been great, man. Thank yeah. you so much. Absolutely. My pleasure, man. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for watching or listening to this episode of the Self Publishing School podcast. I know there's so many places that you could be spending your time. There's other podcasts that you could be listening to, YouTube channels that you could be watching. So thank you so much. It means the world. Now, I want you to do three things right now if you found this episode helpful. I don't know if you know this, but we've got a YouTube channel. It's a companion channel to this podcast. All the video versions of the episode are on the YouTube channel. So number one, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Number two, if you're listening to this podcast, wherever, whether this is Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Number two, I want you to subscribe to this podcast right now so you don't miss a future episode. And then number three, this is probably the most important, leave a review on the podcast. All right, reviews are super important and help this podcast get discovered by other people. So number three, leave a review on the podcast. Thank you so much. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for watching or listening to this episode of the Self-Publishing School Podcast. I know there's so many places that you could be spending your time. There's other podcasts that you could be listening to, YouTube channels that you could be watching. Uh, so thank you so much. It means the world. Now, I want you to do three things right now if you found this episode all right, number one, I don't know if you know this, but we've got a YouTube channel. It's a companion channel to this podcast. All the video versions of the episode are on the YouTube channel. So number one, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Number two, if you're listening to this podcast, wherever, whether this is Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Number two, I want you to subscribe to this podcast right now so you don't miss a future episode. Uh, and then number three, this is probably the most important uh, leave a review on the podcast. All right. Reviews are super important and help this podcast get discovered by other people. Uh, so number three, leave a review on the podcast. Thank you so much. I'll see you in the next episode. If you're on the fence about scheduling a publishing consultation call with my team, maybe you're not quite ready uh, for that. I've got some free training that I think will be really helpful for you. All right. All you have to do is go to register to sign up. Go to selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. When you do, you're also going to get a free digital copy of my new book published. And on that training, you're going to learn the next step. So how to implement with your book. So how to write, how to publish, how to launch successfully. So go to register right now at selfpublishing.com forward slash free training. I'll see you there.